And let me tell you, this is a whole lot of sexy on the screen. How are you yeah. guys doing today? How are you doing? How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm doing awesome. Ryan, are you ready to rock and roll? I'm ready to uh, see what you guys got. Oh, yeah. We got something <laughs> for you. So let's go ahead and get into this. Are you immersed in a sea of business advice and education, but not sure what to embark on first? Instead of adding to the ocean of information, we're here to help you navigate it like a pro. The Wayfinding Growth Podcast will help you take a deep dive into new actionable strategies, tools, and tactics to help you grow. So start charting a course for business growth as you explore a better way to grow further, faster, with your hosts, Remington Begg and George B. Thomas. All right, and it is time, my friend. Friends, to set this a sail, we are going to call for all hands on deck. Let's hoist the sails and set a course for your company's growth and voyage. Man, I got the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only Remington Bag. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, George. I'm super excited. This this episode might have to be an orange episode. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah, we should have we should have created special graphics because what you saw at the beginning, we and I may not do that for the rest of the episode. Like I'm surprised we didn't break our system by having all three of our mugs on there at once. But because we have myself Impost Creative, Remington Beg Impost Creative, and the ads guy, Ninja Guru, the one, the only Ryan with us today, we are bleeding orange. I probably won't make new graphics. Ryan, how you doing today, sir? <laughs> Man, that is quite the intro. I uh, I just hope I can live up to it, I guess. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I do what I can. I know you'll live up to it because you do what you can all the time, every time. Hey, Remington, you know what time it is. Why don't we go ahead and jump into this? For sure. So, so Ryan, so today we're talking about – you know, ads, Google ads, Facebook ads, like whatever other ads you want to talk about. But the the idea is what we want to get into is just kind of throw in some some knowledge about how we can we can focus and how companies can start growing with ads and what you kind of see as as the tools that they need to get started. Yeah, that's a that's a big question. So um, most of the time when I see new clients on board with us, uh, they are dabbling in ads. They're dabbling in Google AdWords. They're dabbling in Facebook ads. They might be boosting some posts here and there. And uh, that's great. That is a, that's getting their feet wet. But when they take the next step, that's all about uh, segmenting your audiences. Um, that's trying new things. That's A-B testing. That's, you know, testing new copy and new ad art, optimizing what's working and killing what's not just really about segmentation and testing and uh, trying new things. That's probably and having an expert on your team. I see a lot of people who are like, maybe it's the HR person, or maybe it's like the office manager who's like, you know, I can do AdWords and I can do Facebook ads. It's like, yeah, you you might be able to, but um, I think having an expert um, on call ready to make you rock is uh, a very powerful weapon. Yeah, cool. so, I, I I absolutely love those times, Ryan, when it's like, hey, Billy, the janitor, let's have him do our ads. And then people are wondering totally. why they're spending way too much money. Ryan, I'm super curious because you mentioned like list segmentation and things like that. When when one who as an expert is thinking about list segmentation and kind of creating the ads, are there specifically a couple tools that you think um, either make it easier or do you think that people 
people should be doing it in the native tools like Facebook, LinkedIn, Google. Like talk us through that, what you've seen historically uh, maybe makes the job a little bit easier. Sure, sure. Uh, so we obviously use a tool here called HubSpot. Um, HubSpot's fantastic. Um, it will create any list you want, any filter you want on that list. But something I use uh, most of the time is forms. So let's say using our own website for an example, we have, um, let's say, 10 different types of services under the design umbrella. There might be branding. There might be ad design. There might be logo design, website design, print design, right? Well, we have these 10 pages. Each one of those pages is going to have a different form. And so I'm going to send different messaging to somebody who comes in on a logo design form uh, as opposed to a website design form. And then in HubSpot, I can easily segment those lists out, put them into the appropriate email drip campaign, and our sales team can easily follow up. They know what the person wants, and we can deliver it to them. So HubSpot's a great tool. Facebook also does a great job. Um, they have a tool called Lead Ads, which basically the form happens right there on Facebook. Um, that can go right into a spreadsheet or can also go right into HubSpot. And then you can market those people, depending on your ad campaign, you know, that way. Sometimes it's super easy to go in advanced here. Um, but for our listeners and our viewers, let's kind of let's kind of rewind for a second. Let's talk about like why why do we even need ads or maybe even what are ads and like and who who's a good candidate for them? Let's start there as well. So that was super valuable, but I want to kind of just make sure we bring it back. Google. Okay. Google and Facebook. Those are kind of the uh, the big guns that we're going to be talking about, I think, today. Uh, Google is intent-based. That's when somebody is uh, actually doing a search on Google. I want this widget. And if you're doing a Google ad, um, the top four spaces are typically reserved for those ads. So when somebody says, I want to show up on the first page of Google, well, to do that organically is a lot of work, but you can flip a switch and show up on the first page of Google in those ad spot, you know, that day if you really want to spend the money to do it. And then everything costs, you know, depending on what position, what keyword, uh, but just definitely vary. Uh, on the other side of the coin, you have Facebook. You can target just about anybody with Facebook with their tools, and that is what we call interest-based. So they might not be actively looking for that widget, but they love that widget, that that thing, and they probably like a Facebook page about it, and they might talk to their friend about it. And with big data and Facebook, they can they know that you're talking about that, and then all of a sudden that ad shows up in their newsfeed, and they're like, I didn't even know I wanted that. Now they get it. So it, it's two go. sides two sides of a coin. Cool, cool. So when we're talking about those intent-based ads – you know, so you're kind of expanding upon the fact that like someone's actually searching for something like I want to like I'm looking for blue widgets and, and then it shows up in search results. But those interest based ads, you're kind of going more on the, you know, I start looking at something and then or I have a certain interest. Maybe it's a football team. Maybe it's by location. And we're just kind of introducing people. Is that mm -hmm. kind of what you mean by the two? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like Facebook. I mean, Let's say it really comes down to buyer personas for Facebook, whereas on Google, it's kind of like you know what the keyword is for your blue widget, where Facebook is, I want people between a certain age range, age range in a certain zip code who likes you know this thing because it's also related to your widget, and you can get really, really granular. And 
the more granular you get, the better um, conversions you get, and then the more money you make. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so talk to me a little bit about the research or the tools that you use in order to start identifying like what those ads are or what those ads should be or what those keywords should be. So what are some tools in your toolbox? Um, free tools. Um, Google AdWords does a great job. They have a tool called the Keyword Planner. Um, you can go in there, type in your keywords. It will give you um, how much the estimated click will cost. Um, it will tell you um, what keywords are related to your keyword. Um, it, it's really good. Um, we also use at Impulse Creative a great tool called SEM Rush. Um, that takes things to another level. Um, you can you know group keywords. Um, you can throw in different domain names and see who's targeting what. You can you know kind of look at your competition and see what they're spending on paid versus what they're kind of doing organically. Um, but I would say SEM Rush is probably the biggest tool I use. Yep. Um, and I, I just, you know, spend a lot of time in there researching, you know, is this word related to this word? If I put red in front of car versus car red, is that search going to be different? Typically it is. I think we just talked about the other day how, you know, adding the word FL, uh, to the end of yeah. Naples, it was like the difference between 50 searches and 800 searches. And typically, I, I was like, that can't be right because usually you add extra to a phrase and it goes down. Yeah, and it but, refines it. But, so that kind of caught me by surprise. So it's you got to do your research. You never know what people are actively searching for. Cool, cool. So when we talk about Facebook, then when we're digging into Facebook and you talked about the demographics, um, you threw out a couple examples of some of the demographics. And I know I, le I led with like location, but can you tie into some of the examples of what you've done in regards to drilling down? Yeah. So um, let's say we have a company that sells high end umbrellas, right? And we know that their typical sale is going to be anywhere between $2,000 and $5,000. You know, that's a pretty high end umbrella versus a, you know, a typical person who might spend maybe a hundred bucks, maybe 200 bucks on an umbrella. So to make sure my ads get a nice ROI and I'm reaching the right people, I can start to narrow down my Facebook audience by, let's say, um, their net worth or where they live, um, their home value. And it, it, once you get into this Facebook targeting, it will literally blow your socks off. And yeah. uh, it, it's, it's really cool. I mean, you can go like, I mean, do they have kids? Do they not have kids? Um, do they belong to a gym? Do they not belong to a gym? It's just anything you want, you can probably find it in there. And uh, the more relevant you make that audience, uh, the better targeted your products are to them. Cool. Cool. Very awesome. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's funny because specificity, I feel, always wins the day. You've said that in one way or another, Ryan, like several times in the last couple of minutes of getting more specific. And I think one tool that we missed as we were talking about this is just this, people, like True. your brain, your brain and understanding the customer and understanding the problem that they're facing. And you know the solution because you've been providing the solution for like years, if not decades. I mean, shoot, you could be a family business. You've been around for 90 years, which, by the way, if you're selling shade, that sounds like some good shade. I can't wait to see those ads. <laughs> and let's just do this Why I'm here on the screen. Let me tell you, this episode of Wayfinder Growth, as us. Awesome 
Awesome As It Is is brought to you by, well, us, Impulse Creative and the workshops that we do. No matter if it's a video workshop, a sales workshop, or a HubSpot Launchpad marketing workshop, we can help your team work better together, work faster, and understand what they should be doing in the digital landscape. So make sure you reach out to us. You know how to get a hold of us. He's at Remington Big. I'm at George B. Thomas on the Twitters. And you probably know our emails because you've been listening for years, or at least 13 or 14 episodes. Remington, the next <laughs> section is charting your course. So let's go ahead and dive into that. Yeah. So Ryan, when we're thinking about when we're thinking about getting started with ads, um, maybe it's with an agency or maybe it's not. Who needs to be the captain of the ship? Like, and what I mean by that is, like, who really needs to own this to start start driving the you know the engagement? Um, that's a great question. So. Um, you know, typically you're going to want somebody who has um, expertise. So as George just brought it up, I forgot, you know, I have been doing this for a while and I take for granted that I know what to look for when I'm going in and doing research. Um, you know, somebody who, you know, like we mentioned earlier, you know, you, you don't really want to put in an office manager or somebody like that because this is an investment. This drives revenue. So if you're a company that can't afford an agency, um, I would go out and find a solo person who knows marketing. And then during that interview process, you know, pick their brain. Can you set up an ad campaign? Do you know the difference between, you know, intent based and interest based? And if they can't start to answer these questions, then, you know, keep, keep looking for that person because it's super important. You know how to build this stuff for you. Um, when it comes to an agency, you know, kind of the same thing. Make sure they have an, a seasoned expert on there. But then when you, you know, you're getting into an agency, though, you know, you're going to have to have ad art created. Does the agency have a designer? Um, so there's all these different things that come into play. So kind of when you go at an agency, I'm not just trying to, you know, do this because we work at an agency or anything, but you you, you get this group of people um, that's typically probably the, the cost um, of maybe a hire or two in your own organization. But they this is what they live and breathe every single day. It's design, it's copywriting, it's marketing. So um, I, I totally got off track with your question, but no, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm I, I'm thinking about that. Cool, cool. So when we're when we're thinking about that, then and we kind of dig into this, like who needs to own it? What you're saying is is you got to make sure you understand it, and you got to make sure that you have someone that you bring on someone that either does and like lives and breathes it every day, or choose an agency to do that. Right? Correct. Sound good. Yeah. So, so when we, so to kind of expand upon that, the one, the one other thing that I've seen, um, and I'm hijacking this cause it's, cause we're all agency folk here is, um, that a lot of times people get a really bad taste in their mouth because these ads don't work. Right. And usually, um, I know we've had this conversation before it's been around because, because the targeting wasn't set up right. So don't, so really have someone that can own it, that knows what they're doing. Um, because that money you spend with an agency might be, um, might be a lot less than you would waste without talking to one. It's important to know that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the boss or the customer, you know, is always right. But, you know, it's good to take their feedback. But, you know, if, if I set up an ad campaign and it doesn't hit its mark, you know, we pivot very quickly. And I, I, think, I think we've gotten very, very good at pivoting and figuring out diagnosing a problem, fixing the problem, and then making the customer happy. And, you know, I learned this up at um, um, our account management day up in uh, HubSpot and talking to those HubSpotters. And they're like, you know, a lot of times when we're setting up campaigns, 
they, you know, we hardly ever get something that rocks out of the gate. And when they said right. that, I was like, all right, because it's all about testing. You know, your research can put you in the right direction, but it's trying to pinpoint what works and what doesn't. And as the marketer the or the agency, you have to sell that that thought process to the person who pays the bills because when they come back and question you and say, why isn't this working? I just spent $5,000 on AdWords and we got two leads. You're going to have to sell, you know, figure out what's wrong very quickly and then, you know, go in a different direction that, you know, works. So um, you are the expert, but there's somebody else, you know, who's paying the bills. So you have to work hand in hand. Yeah, Perfect. Ryan, you just you just sparked something in my mind that I definitely think our viewers and listeners should pay attention to, and that is you said the word pivoting, and I started to think about my boys Dennis Yu and Logan, and they do Facebook ads and they have this strategy that they do a dollar a day. And what they're doing a dollar a day for is cuz it's minimal investment, but they can start to see when one of those ads turns into a unicorn and you can always dump more cash into something that is showing itself to work versus what a lot of people do in Remington, going back to what you said, a bad taste in your mouth, is you dump like $2,000, $5,000, $10,000 into a crappy ad, and you're like, oh, this ad stuff doesn't work. And that's not the fact. It's that the other things around the ad platform didn't work. And the other thing, too, about this is whether you contact us or don't contact us, the one thing that I will say that it would be nice if you had available to you is, well, um, you know, the power to open up the purse. Because if you're trying to do ads <laughs> and you don't have any purchasing decision power, then, man, it's going to make for like a rough haul and we're going to talk to you and then you're going to talk to your boss and your boss is going to get confused and then you're going to come back to us with questions or whoever you're working with. So maybe you should be the decision maker in this process as well. Ryan, when you think about ads and people trying to do ads or doing ads, and we call this where are most companies docked, like do you think most are doing it, most aren't, most are doing it great, most of them suck? Like what are your thoughts on that? It looks like most companies have tried and are trying. Um, some are getting good results. I can definitely tell you know, in my own, let's say, Facebook feed, um, who's doing it, who's not doing it. Um, I see people come and go, um, because obviously I, I don't, I think they might be missing the mark. Um, I, I see a lot of people, you know, let's just get our stuff out there. And, you know, that's great for awareness, right? But when you're spending, you know, X amount of dollars, you want to see a return on that. And so I think that's maybe one of the biggest, um, maybe, you know, novice mistakes is, uh, let's just push out a blog post. Like that's great. Blog post is super awesome. It's probably super valuable, but you're gonna spend how much money to promote that blog post when the blog post isn't really or designed to give you ROI. Uh, a landing page is designed to give you ROI. So I, I think that's a lot of. Uh, I see a lot of people making that mistake a lot of times. Um, so it's definitely you know you have to have a a design strategy. Um, to get your money back out of it and not just, you know, because, you know, these paid ads are definitely can be a black hole um, of ad dollars. So it's super um, particular to test. And like what you said earlier, start small. You can always scale up. And that's something I have to even remind some of our clients that want to dump, you know, a lot of money at it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's just start small. And let's see what works and we'll pivot and we'll scale. 
when we're talking about these guys that might want to get started or these companies um, in regards to like getting getting started or starting to think about the ads, where where should they be headed? Like what should they start thinking about before they actually pull the trigger for ads? If I was a company thinking about ads, um, I would definitely want to see. Um, I got to go back to the ROI, but the, there's a process that we do. And, you know, I want to know what their goals are, right? So if they want to sell 10 cars um, and each car is $20,000, but it takes their cost of acquisition is, you know, let's say $5,000, are they going to make $5,000 off of all these, all this ad spend? And so I have to say, what's their budget? How much does their cost of acquisition? And then I have to figure out, you know, cost per lead. And then figure out all these different conversion rates. And then without even spending a dollar, I can go into the numbers and see, I can typically see how much a, a click costs. And then I know that maybe about 7% of all clicks turn into a lead. And then of all leads, I can kind of tell, let's say on average, 15% of leads turn into a customer and, and so on. And then out of all these little numbers and chains and hooks and whatever you want to call it, I can kind of figure out if they're going to make money or if they're not going to make money. And I think um, anybody who's looking to start to spend ads needs to figure out this chain to make sure that the amount they want to spend on their ads is going to come out the, the other end at, in profits. And you got to know that before you, before you just jump in with, you know, crazy feet on fire. I don't know. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you this, viewers, listeners, what Ryan just said in so many words is, it's time to get nerdy. You've got to know nerdy. your numbers. <laughs> you're going to go into your cave. You're going to have a Rain Man moment, uh, underwear, Walmart, $399, $399. And you're going <laughs> to compile all the data. And yep. then you're going to be like, I am an ad king. I'm about to rock this out. You know, speaking of being an ad king, Ryan, a lot of the viewers, the listeners, they want tactical, actionable things that they can do. And so whether they're doing it with themselves or they're going to pick an agency or a solopreneur to do it with, what are maybe two, three, feel free to do more than that, but two or three things that today they could get started with and think about or do uh, to start rocking out on ads? If they're just looking to get started, um, just jump in. Um, the you know Facebook has a great you know tool. It leads you through awareness, decision, uh, you know app downloads. You know depending on what your goals are, just just start to use the tools. And even if you don't click, you know publish your ads. You you can start to see how everything works and connects. And especially Facebook, you know you can start to see your reach numbers. It'll give you estimated reach numbers how many leads or clicks you might get without spending a single dollar. And then, you know, that will start to make your brain spin on like, oh, maybe I should do this because it's higher margins or whatever. And you just got to get in and try it. And like you said earlier, you know, just, you know, put five bucks a day at it, you know, see what kind of works. Um, you know, don't overextend yourself. But um, once you, you know, a lot of time it comes down to time with these people. So I, I always say, right, it's good to, you know, jump in a little bit but you know if you're you know a, a business owner and you want to jump in you should always know all the different parts of your business but you're not going to have enough time you're going to have to worry about 10 million other things so hiring that person hiring that agency is um it, it's just it's what you're going to probably end up doing just to make sure you don't lose your hair like me and Remington so it's just <laughs> like 
know, just play with it, you know, know what's going on just so you're not, you know, a little dangerous and then, you know, go full tilt and, and get some good people. Now we get to talk about our monthly deep dive newsletter. I'm really excited about this because I just saw the draft of it going out. Each week, we are going to send you all the links and tools, free downloads, resources that you need to crush your company's success. So once a month, George and I are going to send out this message to you, and it gives you a great opportunity to give some feedback to us. So make sure you sign up and subscribe. It's on every single page at wayfindinggrowth.com. So check it out and let us know what you want to hear about. And Remington, you know that I'm always excited when you talk about that newsletter because that means, yes, folks, that means <laughs> it's time for Captain Killing It. And that's where we talk about somebody who's killing it on the interwebs, either in a good or bad way. And I want to say, because we're talking about ads, and yes, we have had some just blatant like, hey, at Impulse Creative, we do this thing. Call me. No, I'm just kidding. I also wanted to mention on the Captain Killing It, another group of folks, because it's funny, uh, Ryan, you mentioned you might want to go get like a smaller person or an individual or smaller company if you can't afford an agency. Foxwell Digital is killing it on the interwebs with Facebook ads. Now, I'm being a little specific, but Facebook ads, there is Andrew Foxwell and Gracie Foxwell. They are great friends of mine. I've seen them several years at Social Media Marketing World, put on by Michael Stelzner, who it might be one of the most amazing Shout events. out. Yeah, shout out. One of the most amazing events. I always love going to that one. That one and Inbound, my two favorite. But if you're looking to go into specifically Facebook ads and you don't have the budget for a typical agency with multiple people working on your account, you might want to check out Foxwell Digital because they're amazing. The George, George, can I add one more thing after Foxwell? There's this yeah. company. There's this company that I've been seeing all over Facebook. They're called Nantucket Brokers, <laughs> and man, uh, I, I can see a full funnel happening in their ads. You know, they're going high end, giving away guides of ferries and restaurants because the research said that's where the traffic's at, and then they funnel them to this lookbook, which is a sales qualified lead for them. I'm like, you guys got it going on. I don't know who's doing your stuff, but <laughs> mad props. Hey, they must have some <laughs> real smart people doing their stuff. Have you been? Have you been to Nantucket? You should no, probably I haven't. go. No, you know it's definitely on my list. Remington, is it on your list? What's on your list? Maybe you want to go visit the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so cool. So, so Ryan, we kind of alluded to some of this before. What makes this impossible for companies? Like, and this kind of goes to the, you know, to what we were talking about before, like. What what kind of gets in front of people's way, or maybe they get in their own way, but I'll let you kind of answer that. It all comes back down to time. So if it's a small business, you know, that everybody in that small business is going to wear three or four hats. Um, they're not going to be able to focus on one thing, and that's definitely going to slow things down. I wouldn't say impossible, but it's definitely going to hamstring um you know, your, your progress. It's going to, it's going to be a wind in your face. It's not going to be, uh, you know, very cool good summer breeze. I, I was trying to come up with a, a, <laughs> a nautical term where the winds like right, you know, on your bow. So you're not going anywhere. I, I think know. they're just stuck on the dock of mediocrity. I think oh, go. so good. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan, 
and it's kind of piggybacking a little bit, almost asking the same thing, but not really, because there are people who finally decide to go ahead and go for this. When they attempt this voyage, why why sometimes does it just end really, really ugly? I hate to say it, but I have had some failures, and it, it just – sometimes it doesn't connect. Like maybe it's a product that's just not – designed to be sold online you know maybe it's you know something like furniture or maybe it's you know emergency plumbing you know nobody's going to find an ad and want to call a plumber you know because their toilet's backed up you know they're gonna they're gonna google it really fast and they're gonna say emergency plumber they're gonna find a number and they're gonna call it so an ebook's not gonna work a webinar is not gonna work an ad's not gonna work um, a Facebook ad is not going to work. A, a Google ad might work really good because it's intent based. They show up on the top, emergency plumber. But sometimes, you know, you a product just might not be the right fit for a particular set of advertising medium. So, I mean, direct mail is still out there. People still use it. It obviously still works for a certain niche of people. Um, so, you know, if if it doesn't work, you might want to explore other things besides digital. Um, always A-B tests, but yeah, there's, there's definitely some failures out there. What I heard you say was that you got to pay special attention to the intent versus the, the awareness-based advertising. So Facebook ads won't work for an emergency business, but Google could be really strong in that. It's just analyzing and testing. Correct. So that's some pretty, that's some pretty good advice and some pretty good things to, to check out for. Cool. So who's the, uh, who's the pirate to watch out for in this whole scenario? So let's say, let's say you, you want to get started with ads and then like, what is the thing that could really just sink your ship? Sink your ship, um, man, not having the right message in the right audience. Um, if you don't know that and, and you, you could hit that, a lot of people just hit that boost button, that boost ah. button just kind of like, just, it's like a <laughs> shotgun. It just goes out into the wherever. They should and call it the that, boom button. Oh <laughs> man, you, you can blow some serious dough on that, right? Because they, Facebook's not stupid. They're in it to make some money, right? So you hit that boost button and they're like, how much do you want to boost it? They're like, man, let's boost it for 500 bucks. I really like this blog post I just wrote. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to be, you know, careful on that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, that would, that would probably be the, a pirate because I've heard many, 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 many people talk about, I'm, I'm just not getting anything on my ads. I'm, I'm throwing all this money at it. And I'm like, well, you're not, your audience is wrong or your message is wrong. So, um, that's that's the pirate are very nice are very nice um yeah so facebook whenever that boost button's probably pressed they probably have a cha-ching bell that goes off in their office for sure yeah there's some All guy right, named danny he walks over and he like ding 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 somebody just hit the boost button uh and a small tribe in ethiopia of 500 watched this video on their mobile devices because <laughs> you boosted your post i don't know but anyway it's time for us to set sail look wayfinding viewers listeners make sure depending on what platform you're engaging with us if it's youtube make sure you go and hit that subscribe button hit the bell for instant notifications if you are watching or listening to us on itunes that's right i said watching or listening because we do have audio and video podcast on itunes make sure you leave a rating and review so that we know that you're part of the community go to the page 
let us know. Sign up for the newsletter. We're about to send it out so you can get all that valuable information. And, uh, you know, let us know where you want to go. Like, what topics do you want us to cover? What would help your business leave the dock of mediocrity? Until next time, make sure you're doing all you can do to leave the dock of mediocrity and set sail into the sunset of mm. your success. <laughs>